Welcome to the Become Fire podcast, a ministry of the Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit. If you'd like to learn more about this community, visit them on the web at www.becomefire.faith. That's dot F-A-I-T-H. Now, here are the Friars. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Become Fire podcast. It is your host, Father Anthony Tinker. I'm hearing Dan's background right now. Yay! (laughs) With my esteemed co-host, Father Peter Teresa McConnell. Hello, hello. It's good to be back. It is good to be here. And I'm I'm so excited about the series we're doing. I am too. I've been thinking about our last podcast Mm -hmm. and just meditating further upon the beautiful scripture passage of Jesus in sleeping in the boat mm-hmm. and that passage and some of your insights and just kind of just trying to go deeper with it. Amen. And so excited about this uh, episode where we're talking yeah. about the walking on water. Yeah. This one slipped out. I did not realize how different mm-hmm. all three. So this is episodes in three different po- um Script of gospels, not podcasts. They didn't have. Thank you. I almost said podcast. About <laughs> they to had scriptures back. Then. Three different gospels, and they're all really different. Yeah, it's making a different point. Yeah, uh, there's similarities, but there's differences. Mm-hmm. All that to say, we are going to try and be pithy. I'm going straight. This one, I'm going straight for the heart. Yeah, we're going. Like, we, we didn't, didn't do our little me. intro. We didn't yeah. do it in, like fun. I'm sorry. We're trying to get like get in, get all 30 minutes. We might be doing a text two episode, but just a little explainer. We're doing a series on the storms. And in the scriptures, last week we did episode one was the Jesus sleeping in the boat. And today we're going to talk about uh, the other storm. Now Jesus uh, walks on water. Yes. And that might be in a two parts. And then we'll yeah, there's a lot. I mean, there's there's well. a lot of meat here. It's just the word of God. Like, the, yes, it is the word of God. Been the rest of our life. There's a lot story. of meat. Let's get right into it. Amen. And try to be focused, man. I'm in. I'm ready. I'm on the journey. <laughs> Father, will you read for us Matthew chapter 14 verses 22 to 20 to 32? Let me just add, point out to the passages we're going to be going through for people from the beginning. Um, this is Jesus walking on water. It's in Matthew chapter 14 verses 22 to 33. Mm-hmm. It's in Mark chapter 6 verses 45 to 52, right. and it's in John chapter 6, verses 16 to 21. We're going to read from Matthew, and we'll explain why yes. as we get into it. We'll just start with Father, if you don't mind, Matthew 14, 22 to 33. Amen. Uh, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Immediately he made the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowds. After he had dismissed the crowds, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone, but the boat by this time was a long way from the land, beaten by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, it is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying to him, oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshipped him, saying, "Truly, you are the Son of God." Just one of the best yeah. passages in the Gospels. <laughs> it's so amazing. I mean, I say that for a lot of them, but this is just yeah. such a beautiful passage. Uh, no, this is, amen. Okay, amen, amen. Let's get so 
first, in all three of the Gospels, we are preceded by the exact same yes, scene. We're preceded right. by Jesus multiplying the five loaves and the two fishes. Mm-hmm. This is our context. Jesus just multiplied the five loaves and two fishes. They've been with the crowds. And then Jesus is sending the disciples mm-hmm. to the other side. Well, John's a little different, so we'll get into that. But Jesus is sending that they're going to the other side. And Jesus is staying back to pray, and and then they go on from there. But what do you make of the fact that right before Jesus walks on water, he's just multiplied the five loaves, the two fish, and has fed the 5,000? It's a great question. What do I make of that? Um, Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I don't know what to make of it. I I don't know. There's something... Um, there's a, there's a revelation of, of who Jesus is. They're, they're really watching him just be Lord and master of all creation where, where he does this miracle where, where he, he provides and he multiplies food for the crowds. Uh, and now he is going to then walk on water that very night. And so there's, there's just this, um, this deeper revelation. He's, he's revealing himself in a deeper way of, of just as, as Lord and, and as God. Um, so it's, it's a really important question. I don't have an answer either, mm -hmm. but, but I've been really focused and meditating upon it as we've prepared for this, because at the end of the gospel of Mark, we didn't read the gospel of Mark today, but at the end of the gospel of Mark, it says, and they were utterly astounded for they did not understand about the loaves, but their hearts were hardened. So Mark is giving us the key. He's saying the reason that they didn't understand, they were afraid Mm -hmm. and, and didn't get it. Is because they didn't understand the loaves. Because they didn't understand the multiplication of loaves and fishes, they didn't understand Jesus walking on the water. And we really see their misunderstanding played out in John's gospel. Yes. Where where they do get to that, where they get to wherever they're going the next day, and Jesus is like, you're just chasing me because I fed you, and you're not seeing the real miracle here. Yes. Um, and so, Mark, and that's interesting that Mark points out, like, their hearts are hardened, even though God... Does a miracle for that. with different groups? I mean, G- right, right? I mean, right. G- John yes. focused on the crowds, but I guess the apostles could be included in that. But specifically, yeah, I, I want to agree with you and, and say how important this is that, that Jesus is manifested, He's a provider because mm-hmm. the people are hungry, they haven't eaten for three days, they're out of food, <laughs> they're they, they're going to Him, they, they're they, He's been preaching, and the apostles are like, Hey, Jesus, and, and Mark in particular, the, the crowds, Jesus. They had gotten to that before the multiplication of loaves and fishes. Jesus be like, let's get away from everybody. Mm-hmm. Let's go and take some time. Right. And they try to get away and all the crowds and come. They all chase them down. And the apostles are like, uh, okay, we're going to have some alone time. Can we kick the, can we, can we send these yeah, people away? They're yeah. hungry. Yeah. And Jesus is like, well, let's feed them. Mm-hmm. And, and so there's this, in Mark, this tension of like, the apostles like, I just want to be with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is saying, we've got to feed the crowds. Yes. And, and I'm the provider for the crowds. And so this tension is their hearts are hardened. They just want, you know, they just want these, this me and Jesus experience mm-hmm. where there's something about having a personal relationship with Jesus, but it, but it can never be just for you. Right. It has to go out and feed other people. It has to go out and be for others. Mm. And Jesus is providing, he's a provider. Wow. And the apostles' hearts are hardened. They're like, oh, I don't want Jesus to be the provider. I want everybody to go away. Mm-hmm. I want to provide for me mm-hmm. and I'm not really caring about the others. And something about that hardness of heart they have in the gospel of Mark, uh, Mark is telling us is, is there, because of their hardness, they can't see Jesus yeah. in the middle of the, the storm they're going through. Yeah. And our lives as well. If we don't see Jesus as provider, if we don't see him as the one who multiplies loaves and fishes, not just for us, he might take our loaves and fishes. We might be the little yeah, boy with yeah, the loaves yeah. and fishes and he's like, well, give it to me. Mm-hmm. That's how it feels oftentimes right. for me to feed everybody else out of what you have. Mm-hmm. And we just feel like we're just giving, giving, Lord, what about me? And he just says, I'm the provider and you have to trust that. And I'm going to provide an overabundance. 
Yeah. And if we can't see him as the provider and trust in him in that in the midst of the storms of life and our hearts hardened to him being provider, not just for us, but for everybody. And he's, he's got the whole picture, the whole yes. plan in his head. Yes. And we get very focused on our plan. Yes. We're never actually going to get who he is and what he wants yeah. to do. Yeah. So that as a, an intro to mm-hmm. what is about yes. to happen. Yes. No, very important context. Immediately. Mm-hmm. He made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. Yes. Um, I want to point out this because John says something different. Interesting. And I'm fascinated by it. Yes. So Jesus just multiplies the loaves and the fishes. And then um, it says, when evening came, his disciples went down to the sea, got into a boat and started across the, started across the sea to Capernaum. It was now dark and Jesus had not yet come to them. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if in John, the impression you get from John's gospel is they've just kind of multiplied the loaves and fishes. Jesus withdraws again to a mountain by himself. Yes. It's evening. The disciples are like, uh, okay, what next? He's going out of the sea. They're mm-hmm. like, well, let's just head across to Capernaum. You know, I, like it's almost as if it, it, we don't get the sense of Jesus telling them this is what right. you're supposed to do. Right. right. They've just kind of decided this is the next thing for them. Mm-hmm. The verses in Matthew and Mark, we get a very clear sense. Jesus made his disciples get into a boat. And go on to the other side. Yeah. Go to Bethsaida. Well, he dismissed, and he dismissed, he's the one dismissing the crowd. Mm-hmm. Whereas John, it feels like the crowds have already been dismissed. Yes. Um, and, and I guess for me, the, the initial reaction is um, that this, this matters, you know, the, the, the sense of, in the storms of like, and this is our spiritual analogy, what actually happens, uh, you know, that's, it's mm-hmm. important, but we're not looking for facts, looking for truth. Mm-hmm. And the truth is before the storms of life, sometimes we hit the storm because Jesus is all like, I'm giving you direction right now. And you're supposed to cross. Yeah. We had a storm. We're like, whoa, Jesus told me to do this. And I hit the storm. <laughs> yeah. And then other times you're, you just, you're like, um, I, learned, I don't really know. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like Jesus is up in the mountain praying. Like, I feel like this is the next right thing. Yeah. I'm not going to have the clear. Like, sometimes I have clear direction. And right. Sometimes I don't have clear direction. And I still hit the storm. Yeah. And so I want another just context for me of you hit the storm. They're both, they're, I would say in every case, the disciples are doing exactly what the Lord wants. Mm-hmm. Yes. But in yes. two cases, it's very clear this is what he wants. Yes. In the other case, it's kind of like, is this what God wants or not? Right. And so just to it's recognize not as that clear, yeah. when we hit those storms of life, sometimes we're like, I hit the, I like, I hit the storm and I, I knew I was in God's will. Anytime we hit the storm, we're like, um, I'm just mm-hmm. doing my best here. Mm-hmm. And just to be comforted in that, like, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, amen. That like, either way, God's not surprised by the storm, whether he says go or whether, you know, we feel that we're like, you know, this is the next right thing for us to do. And, and however, however we got there, God's not surprised by what is meeting us along the way. He then says farewell to the crowds. Gee, that is Jesus mm-hmm. goes up the mountain to pray. Yeah. And, and again, that order, just that different order of, you know, sending the apostles to go out of the mountain and pray, then go to the mountain and pray versus the apostles deciding what, you know, kind of um, just something to meditate. Just, all these little things are, are things yes. we can just bring to prayer and be like, yes. okay, Lord, like what's, what's going on here? What are you, what are you teaching me? Mm-hmm. And then when evening came, the boat was out on the sea and he was alone on the land. So just that separation, mm-hmm. we see Jesus on a mountain praying and we see the boat out in the water and that Jesus would have been able to see them. Yes, presumably. Yes, presumably, right. I mean, yeah. this is not, he didn't travel yeah. far from, right. if the Sea of Galilee is right there, he goes mm-hmm. from the next Sea of Galilee, he can see the lake. Yeah. And presumably, I mean, it might be dark, he might have seen no, yeah, specifically, but yeah. he certainly sees the wind. Yeah. He certainly sees the storm yeah. and he knows the boat is out there. Yeah. He's not unaware of what's going on. The, the, that's absolutely right. Yes, that's right. That hundred percent. There's something actually beautiful about thinking about Jesus, you know, watching it all take place before he, you know, begins to launch out. And then we hear the boat is battered by waves 
and far from the land, for the wind is against them. Mm-hmm. So is the sense we're getting. The boat is out. The the waves are battering it. The wind yeah. is against it. Now, there's another, I think, something to look at is this is a different scenario than Jesus sleeping on the boat. Yes, 100%. The storm of Jesus sleeping on the boat, the waves are like flooding. The boat yeah. is flooding. We, we, we have the, forget the exact word off the top of my head, but the boat is submerged. Swamped. Swamped. Thank you, thank you. Swamped. The yeah. boat is swamped, it says yeah. in English. Like it is filling with water and going to sink. Yeah. Here we just have like, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, we're going to die. It is, we're going to like, we're not going to drown here, but it's just the, like Jesus has said, go to Bethsaida, go to, go to this point yeah. and everything is coming against me to get yeah. here. Here's the goal. And it's, he feels that the waves and the wind are preventing me from get to the goal. And they're professional fishermen. I mean, they know their way around a boat. They, and they know their way around this lake. And and they're not making much headway, you know. And so it's just uh, the middle of the night, you know. I mean, they've been at this. It's not a terribly far distance. I think, like, the widest the Sea of Galilee gets is, like, seven miles across. And so... You know, they've been at this for uh, probably, I mean, if they left at sunset, it's now, you know, like right before dawn, they've been at this for at least six hours and they have not crossed the water. You know what I mean? Just the, the struggle, the toil, the, the, the hard work and, and just the not getting anywhere and the storm just beating them back at every turn. But not giving up. Yes. I mean, there's a point probably, we're going for it for hours. Yeah. You know, because the sense is that this, they they leave at evening mm-hmm. and it's the morning when they see Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like they've been going at this for a long time, for hours, yeah. like all night long. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're trudging and they're not getting anywhere. <laughs> and they don't, they, they don't like a, a fisherman, I guess, tipping would be like, hey, let's go back to shore, get a night's sleep, yeah. wake up in the morning when the storm's calmed and we're going to, we'll go do it in the mm-hmm. morning. But Jesus said, go to Bethsaida. Yeah, that's beautiful. He said, he, I mean, especially with Mark, Mark yeah. and Matthew, it's like, get in the boat and go, go to Bethsaida. Yeah. And, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm guessing Peter. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and maybe the other guy. The Lord just, told us to do this, and yeah. gosh darn it, we're going to get across. Like, this and somebody's all, yeah. like somebody on there. You know, let's just say Thomas, you Daddy yeah. Thomas. Like, you know, <laughs> can, can we just like get back to the shore? For figure, sure. Figure this out in the yeah. morning. Yeah. Like, I'm getting seasick here. Yeah. And Peter, or you know, whoever. I'm just in my right, imagination. Right. Peter's just like, I'm not like I'm not giving. We're Jesus told us to get in the yeah. boat and, and and go, and yeah. like we're not done until we're yeah. done. And I'm going to keep fighting the storm, even though I'm not getting anywhere. And I just, that gives me such a hope and of like how beautiful that is. Mm -hmm. Because as a professional fisherman, they would have been like the smartest thing to do is to go back. Right. Right. But Peter had already, already seen it. Cause what happened when he'd fished all night long before and cast and Jesus says, Hey, cast another side. And he follows the word of Jesus and he catches a huge load of fish. And he's saying, listen, the word of Jesus was declared. He does. The word will not return to him void. He gets the other side. Mm -hmm. And we're in the middle of storm. We're just going to keep fighting. Yeah. And just for all of us to say, like, um, sometimes we just have to follow that word. Mm-hmm. And the storm is against us. And there's the, there's the, the the temptation from the enemy that says, just go back to the shore and right. figure it out in the morning. Like, wait till the storm's over. Yeah. Just get through the storm, bat down the hatches. And But that's not what God wanted to do. And they miss right. Jesus walking in water if right. they do that. 100%. Instead, they say, we are going to keep fighting in this storm because Jesus told us to get to this side. Yes. As long until we are to the other side, we are not going to stop fighting. Yeah. We have, we have breath in our lungs and Amen. we'll keep going. Amen. And, and just an important uh, call to all those to do the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're straining, uh, the wind's against them. Um, and then uh, early in the morning, so they start in the evening, early in the morning, he, that is Jesus, came walking towards them on the sea. Yes. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, saying, it is a ghost. 
and they cried out in fear. Give me your impression of what's going, what they, what's going through the apostles and what you get on this on a spiritual level. Yeah, it's, you know, I think it's, for me, it's just like, it seems like a very natural reaction. You see this human figure walking on the water. I mean, who, like, you're not ever imagining or expecting to see anything like that. And then all of a sudden, just to be, you know, working all night and then to see this figure just walking on the water, um, that there would be a sense of, of, of fear and trembling, of awe, some terror. I mean, they think it's a ghost. And so... Um, and so they're they're afraid, and 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 and, and but but the Lord draws near to them. The Lord is able; he he's close enough to know and see their reaction and and the fear and and the and just the 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 terror that they have of of not being able to recognize um, because it is so wild. Um, it's just not you're not expecting this. This is uh, like this is a revelation of God. Where it's like, oh, like I didn't. I didn't know we were, I didn't know you did things like this. You know, this is, this is pretty out there and uh, there's a storm going on. Like we're professional fishing. We haven't gotten anywhere. And there's just someone out there walking on these waves. Like what is happening? Unaffected right by the storm. Like we can't even get our boat across. And this guy is walking. Like this is not normal. Like this is, this is really wild. Uh, so this is another interesting parallel with John. Here. Mm -hmm. um, and John, it says when they had rode about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and coming near the boat, and they were frightened. Yeah. There's no mention, so they thought it was a ghost, mm -hmm. which is really interesting that they they don't think, and Francis Martin talks about this in his Catholic commentary on scripture. Like, interesting. He, he calls it a theophany. Yes. In that for them, there's no question that some ghost is walking towards them. They mm -hmm. recognize immediately who it is. Interesting. They see the figure walking towards them, and they know it's God. They know it's Jesus hmm. walking towards them. Yeah. And as he comes near the boat, they're frightened. Yeah. That, that they're not frightened because the ghost, they're frightened because it's God. Yes. Walking towards them in the middle of the sea. And they've been fighting all night. And, and it's this awe. And then they're frightened of like, I'm scared. Like it, we get it's almost a different impression. Awe. It's this awe yeah. and wonder of the God man mm -hmm. walking next to the boat mm -hmm. in the middle of the storm. And, and I just want to compare those, um, emotional reactions mm -hmm. of the apostles because they're both teaching us something which I think is yes. really beautiful. We have in Matthew and Mark, this, this fear. We think it's a ghost and we're terrified. Yeah. Um, in the middle of the storm, sometimes, um, the Lord appears, the Lord shows up and we have this like actual like fear they, they not the awe or, 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 or wonder at him, but we don't know who we did. Like, we don't know that God's coming to work in the midst of the situation. Mm -hmm. And and we're really actually just scared. Mm -hmm. We're scared because we've been trying everything and we feel very vulnerable. Yes. When you've been trying, when you've been rowing all night, you're tired, you're hungry, <laughs> yes. you've been struggling with the storm. Yeah. Like you've emotionally been going through this difficulty, this cancer diagnosis, this difficulty at work, this difficulty at school, this difficulty in your family, this, this kid who's, who's lost, this lost sheep, whatever's going on mm -hmm. in your family, you've been struggling for a long time. Yeah. And, and in those moments, you're very vulnerable. Yes. You're weak. And, and even when the Lord appears, you're actually sometimes terrified because you don't even trust your own senses. Mm. You don't trust yourself because you've been waiting for, like, even if God, like, I can't believe God would show up. Like, I've been struggling for so long. I, like, even God showing up, I feel like I could be deceived right now. This could be a false image. This could be, I don't know what this is. Um, 
but it's it, it's just scary right now because everything's scary because I'm just at, at my end mm-hmm. and and I'm I'm just filled with terror because of the, the situation is so weakened me. Yeah. Versus John's gospel, and it, it doesn't say it's the morning, so we don't know how long we still. We know they've been walking, going for a while, right. but it seems like it's still evening. In that, and what what John's trying to teach us, and they recognize Jesus, and it's but it's a theophany. It's this awe and wonder of right. God showing up in the midst of the storm. It's a much different. Like I'm exhausted, I'm tired, I'm struggling, but it's not the I'm 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 frightened in the I'm scared because I'm weak. It's more an awe that God would show up in the midst of my storm. An encounter with the other. There's yeah. the, something so other than me, so yeah. different than me, and that it's just it's awe-inspiring and, and it 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 is it is a fearful thing, not in the sense of like being afraid of punishment, but just you're not in control anymore. Uh there's there's an other out there who is just so beyond you that uh it's just awe-inspiring. It's the fear of the Lord. And then they um Jesus speaks, but immediately he spoke to them and said, take heart. It is I. Do not be afraid. He speaks a word once again. Mm-hmm. He spoke the initial word and that word was get to the other side. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden there's this a theophany occurring and the ghost, you know, it's kind of like, it's the theophany. It's like God in his manifestation, he's manifesting yeah. his glory. And sometimes it's just an all out awe and wonder. Sometimes it's just fear. Yeah. The fear of God is upon them. And what does he say? Take heart. It is I. Do not be afraid. Yeah. Even in John, he says, he didn't say, he says, it is I, do not be afraid. Mm-hmm. He's speaking the truth of it is I, don't be afraid. Yes. You don't have to be afraid right now. In the middle of the storm, I'm here. And, and you know what? I can walk on top of the storm. Like mm-hmm. the storm doesn't affect me. Now, it, what's really interesting is that I'm guessing Jesus was, was wet. Like I'm, I'm assuming For sure, yeah. like the water is still hitting him. Wind the wind and, is still blowing yeah. against him. It's not as if the storm isn't touching him. The storm is just not affecting, affecting him. Yeah. The, he is able to walk on top of the storm. That yeah. it, the, These adverse things, the rain and the water, it's not stopping him from accomplishing the goal, accomplishing what he wants to do. Even though in their humanity in the boat, they can't do it. And, uh, and so it's this beautiful, again, this theophany of Jesus saying, it is I, mm-hmm. don't be afraid. You don't have to be afraid. We can, I can walk on top of the storm that whatever's going on, it doesn't have to, doesn't have to take over your life. It doesn't have to cause you fear because this is what the, the problem is. You don't turn to that kind of fear. There's an on wonder yeah. that we want. That's good. But there's a, there's a bad fear that, cause that vulnerable to go back to that. You're not vulnerable place. You're struggling. And then this fear comes upon you, this fear that is not of God. Yeah. And when that fear that's not of God comes upon you, you, you open yourself up to the devil at work. Why? Cause he wants you to be afraid. Why? Cause as soon as he gets you afraid, he gets, you give power to what you're afraid of. Yeah. And all of a sudden we talked about the last time, the storm gets the power. The as soon as you let the external, the things outside of you, the thing outside yeah. of you become the thing. And even in this case, this ghost gets the power, even though he's God, you know, this, whatever it is, this external thing yeah. gets the power. Why? Because I am afraid and I'm not trusting. Yeah. And, and Jesus is saying, as I mm-hmm. don't be afraid, yeah. I'm here. There's nothing to fear. Why? Cause I'm with you. I've been watching you from the mountain the whole time. Yes. And I can walk on top of the storm. The storm will not take you, take you. The storm is not going to prevent you from doing what I want. It's, it's one of my, it's one of my favorite things that, that Jesus says in all the gospels and, and just take heart, take courage. Uh, it is, I do not be afraid. And, you know, just putting yourself in, in the apostles boat and, and being in that situation and, and in watching this, 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 the God man just like just walk right to the storm, and, and then he says these things, and um, we 
and I'm just going to jump um, to, to Peter's response. And, and we only get Peter's response in Matthew's gospel, Mark and... and, and uh, I'm going to let you give your response, yeah. but we're probably going to talk about Peter next episode. Oh, okay. So we're, uh, we're okay. That's I don't think fine. we're going to get there. Okay. I think okay. it's enough to talk. It's too much meat <laughs> for, for sure. like two minutes. 100%. So, oh, is that where we're at? Uh, okay. Yeah. We'll about yeah. five minutes or so. Yeah. If and you think so, we can do it, but I think we should just. No, no, no. That, 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 you yeah, can bring me your, in, Father. Yeah. Bring me in. You say your pithy thing. We're yeah. going to skip the Peter story. Yeah. We're going to go to the end, finish it up. We'll go back and just talk about the yeah. Peter section because it's that yeah. important. It's, it's it's a little hard for me to to not talk about the Peter part with it, but just the the the, the take heart, uh, the the do not be afraid. It is I, where where the Lord speaks that oh. He speaks it to all of them, and 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 we know that this is the word of God, and that that the word of God does not just give information, but the word of God gives the power to, to accomplish that, which it says. And so when, when Jesus tells them, take heart, take courage, it is, I do not be afraid that, um, that, it, that it calms the storm in them, that they, they can be courageous. Um, they don't have to be afraid that they, they recognize that it's not a ghost, that, that this is Jesus. They, they see through the theophany that this is, there's something divine at work here that, that God is, is revealing himself to them. And so uh, it just changes everything. Um, I mean, just to think about how, how, how beautiful it is that just two words from Jesus, take heart, can change everything, um, can change your entire life, can change the entire moment where all of a sudden um, now you have heart, now you have courage, now you have the Lord with you and, and, and everything is different now because God has showed up and he has just said these two very simple but beautiful words. Um, and so, we'll, so we're going to come back to Matthew. We'll just start, go to Mark. And then he gets into the boat and the wind ceases. Yeah. Versus John. Now, this is, I would like you to read your John because I've read a couple different translations sure. and yeah. I, I did not get into the actual Greek for this one. Mm-hmm. I should have. Um, but um, in the ESV, it says they were. In, they, That's what this is. That's what I have. The ESV. Oh, okay. you want me to read? Yeah. Then they were glad to take him into the boat. And immediately the boat was at was at the land to which they were going. Yes. I read the RSV mm-hmm. uh, this morning when I was meditating, and it says they were about to take him into the boat, mm. um, but immediately the boat was at, was on on the land. Yes. So in the in the John's impression, and again I need to look, but either way, it looks as if he doesn't actually get onto the boat. Mm-hmm. It looks like he's they just immediately Jesus shows up. And they show up on land. <laughs> it's so like, wild. And then, but in, in Mark's, the impression is he gets in the boat and the wind ceases. Yes. And then they head to the land. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, I mean, those are both beautiful points. The first truth being in Mark that Jesus gets on the boat and everything's okay. Mm-hmm. Like where well, you can make no headway. You can do nothing. And like, and if Jesus is not in the boat, you're not getting anywhere anyway. Yes. Like we've got to have Jesus on the boat. Yeah. Like every only things only get accomplished if Jesus in the boat. And so we have to, in the midst of the storm, continue to fight him into our heart. Invite Jesus into the boat. Invite Jesus into your life. Every single day, every single moment. The, the beauty in the Psalms, he says, he renews his, his love for us every day. Mm-hmm. That the Lord allows us to receive him in the Eucharist every single day. The boat of our heart, our soul, can receive Jesus every single day. Yeah. If we, if we allow, if we open our hearts, we, we go to the mass, at least every Sunday for our, for our, our, our Catholic faithful that there's a call to open our hearts to being renewed by the love of Jesus and, and continually inviting him again and again and again to get into the boat. And the storm will cease because the storm has no power over him. Mm-hmm. I think just to, to go back to the point where you were making earlier that um, 
that the only way is through and that they had to struggle against the storm for that, that time um, until the Lord said, okay, now I'm going to get you through it. Um, and if they turn back, they, they don't get through it. Um, and they don't experience this amazing revelation and, and, and work of, of God of just getting them through the storm. And so it's this, it's this trust that we're asked to have that if we're in the middle of a storm right now, perhaps we've been in it for a while and we're not making any headway. And it's just like, forget it. I'm packing my bags and I'm turning around. Like I've tried this Christianity thing for however long and like, I'm not getting anywhere. And, or I've been praying for this thing for a long time and I'm not getting anywhere. Um, or I've been struggling with this sin for a long time or, or this anxiety for a long time and I'm not getting anywhere. That the only way really is through. Um, and that God is coming for you. Um, and God is just going to to bring you to the other side. Um, and and that's what he does. Um, there's going to be this revelation of God, this theophany. It's going to be this miraculous encounter. And, and he's going to bring us to the, he's going to get in the boat. He's going to get us to either side and we're going to be like, wow, I can't, can't believe this just happened. Um, yeah. And I can't believe the way it happened. I didn't see this one coming. I didn't see Jesus walking on water to bring me here, but, yeah. but he does. And in John's gospel, the storm, we don't get, the, we don't get the, the told that the storm ceases. Mm. We just get told Jesus gets on the boat or if not on the boat right next to it. And they let, they're in their own land. Yes. Like Jesus you shows up safety. and it's over there at safety. Mm -hmm. It's okay. They're at Harbor. And that when Jesus is on the boat, it's all okay. Yes. Like, and, and you could have been like, you know what? I'm turning around. And you're actually right there. You're right there. Yeah. If yeah. you just let Jesus in. Yeah. Um, okay. We're going to have to pick back up. Great. Uh, next time we'll get Love into it. A, uh, just an episode on St. Peter awesome. and his uh, walking on water from mm -hmm. the gospel of Matthew. Um, sorry to do that. I hate, I hate doing that. I hate the, no, the teaser. Hey. I know people like, it's just like, ah, and you have to wait a week. Um, but, and we'll probably record it right now. So <laughs> call us and <laughs> well, get this, we'll the, the, the spoiler. Yeah. But. Um, join us next week as we talk about Peter. Of course, please follow our, our podcast yes, please, or like and yeah. subscribe it, depending on where you're following. Spread it with your friends, share with your friends. Tell us if you like. Go to info, become fire.faith. Give us your comments. Let us know if you do enjoy this uh, series on the scriptures. I'll Amen. probably be doing some more of that. And let us know how we can best serve the people of God, because that's our, our goal here is to, uh, to serve the people of God through this podcast. Amen. Um, I'm asking myself a question that is, my uh, fryer is burning down. Yes. My room's fryer is burning down, Father. What's fascinating is, I, my first was my journals. Your journals, yep. And your first was an image. Yes. Which right, both, you know, a, a, you know, a sentimental tie to, but also a spiritual tie to. And then your second was something emotional, these letters and such. Right. And I'm going to go into the spirits like an image. It has both an emotional and okay, spiritual great. tie. Um, I have a crucifix from my grandfather. Mm -hmm. So my grandfather, wow. it's not from him directly. It's just, it was his crucifix. He was a deacon. Okay. And it's one of those um, visiting the sick crucifixes okay. from the old right for right. the anointing you know, he wasn't a priest who would have been doing anointings but he certainly would have visited the sick of course and uh, and uh, you know just it actually was in my grandmother's possession um hmm. and then soon you know before she passed the family gave and was like do you want this i was like yeah i'd love it and so his crucifix is hanging on my wall that's beautiful and uh it's actually interesting because it's not like my favorite it's a beauty it's a nice crucifix but it's not like this is the most beautiful crucifix yes. but just that that spiritual tie to look of course up. and not just to see the cross of jesus christ but to see the like you know that my grandfather's praying for me that he had to take up his cross as a deacon yeah. and carry it and, to, and to, to carry it uh not just for myself but for the sake of our family for the sake of the friars for the sake of those we minister to because like we said, the, we're feeding the five the 5,000. Like it's not just that you can fed. That's that, right. That That's all right. can be fed by those five loaves and two fish. And so, Lord, we thank you for the gift of your grace in our lives. We thank you that in the midst of the storms that you walk upon them and you beckon us to invite you into the boat. 
And so we invite you into the boat of our hearts, especially through the most blessed sacrament, that no matter what storms we are in, we can persevere, we can endure, and we can take heart and not be afraid, but have courage in the love you give us. May your blessing come down upon us as I bless you all in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Become Fire podcast. The Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit can be found online at www.becomefire.faith. That's dot F-A-I-T-H. The Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit are also a 501c3 charitable organization. If you feel called in any way to give financially to their mission, please go to www.becomefire.faith slash give. That's becomefire.faith slash give. May the Lord give you his peace. We'll see you next time.